Hello everyone, welcome back to Notes of the North Talks, a series where we get to know our local Canadian composer talent. Today I'm here with Anna Sokolovich. Thank you so much, Anna, for taking the time to speak with me today. Thank you, Brianna. First and foremost, I'd love to get to know your background a little better. So where in Canada do you call home? Uh, this is a very interesting question because I was not born in Canada, but I live in Canada and I feel uh, as I am home here in Canada. Uh, I can say that Montreal is my home, but uh, I really feel uh, Quebec and Canada and world being my place. I'm enough lucky to can say that uh, world is my home. I feel comfortable uh, everywhere I travel and for different reasons. Uh, but this is, this is somehow I, I really feel this sensation of being just a human being. That's amazing. Is there any specific place that you feel especially connected to and that may have especially shaped your work? Uh, this is very interesting. Of course, uh, I'm coming from the Balkans, and this uh, uh, is very important uh, for for my for my uh, uh, music and for my art and for my expression and for my personality and for my behavior. So this is really part of my DNA, uh, and I cannot get rid of it if uh, even if I wanted. Uh, but at the same time, I feel comfortable, as I said, uh, in many other physical uh, geographical spaces for different reasons. Uh, I'm a city dweller. I like cities, but also I like to go to to to, to visit uh, mountains and to, see, to to go to the forests and to see the nature. Uh, I like heights and I like sea. Sea is particularly inspiring for me, and water in general. Maybe because I spent uh, all my summers on the Adriatic Sea during my childhood. Uh, so yes, seas and water is something which is particularly important for me. But as I say, uh, what is important is uh, different uh, spaces around me and also people. Uh, people who are filling these spaces uh, are inspiring for me. Uh, I am really love of human being and of human natures. And I try to understand them from different sides. And uh, this is something which I love and which inspires me every day. That's amazing. So well put. <laughs> How did you first get into composition? I started uh, to do art as a young ballerina. I did my classical ballet studies. I started when I was four, uh, imitating my sister who was elder and who uh, uh, who did already her ballet lessons. I really wanted to imitate her. She was my idol. And during the uh, ballet classical ballet classes, I uh, very simply um, used the piano, who was, you know, uh, very important to the grand piano in the ballet classes room uh, during the pauses to go there and to improvise. Uh, we didn't have piano at the time at my home. And I started uh, to play and to improvise uh, uh, during whole pause. Um, I, what, what was interesting uh, that I thought that everyone was doing it. Later on, I started to do uh, to, to do uh, music, uh, piano with piano lessons, and I was improvising a lot. So let's say that I didn't know that I was composing, but these improvisations and these compositions were very natural for me. So there is no date. There is maybe moment when I was uh, maybe teenager, when I understood that uh, the others didn't do 
uh, exactly the same. So uh, somehow I understood that what I was doing and these uh, compositions and improvisations were actually uh, somehow part of me and which made me uh, somehow a composer. That's amazing. So you have a number of fantastic operatic style works, including Svatba. So what attracts you to stage and opera music? Mm -hmm. I think uh, my background was uh, uh, actually important for that. As I just mentioned, I started uh, my art education uh, as a young uh, b ballerina um, uh, Dancer, and then after I, I uh, started my piano lessons, and uh, parallel to piano lessons and to music school, uh, I started my theater uh, lessons, uh, where I was uh, engaged for more than ten years um, in very very uh, active way. Uh, during my uh, theater classes, I was a young actress, but also I did some staging, I composed music. I uh, I did even lights, uh, scenography, costumes, uh, whatever we needed to make our our uh, shows. So um, all this um, involvement in different uh, segments uh, of of theater and art actually gave me a profound uh, curiosity uh, to 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 draw to make the dramatic lines in everything I, I was doing. So uh, without really thinking about stage, even my first compositions, which were for for solo instruments, were somehow impregnated with the with this um, um, uh, dramatic sides, which was very uh, close to theater. So um, opera came quite naturally, uh, where I actually put all my loves together and where I can say I express myself in the in the most organic way I can. That's lovely. Um, if you could describe your musical style in three words, what would they be and why? Uh, energy, rhythm, communication. Oh, could you elaborate a little bit? <laughs> yes, so I, I'm coming from the Balkan, my... Uh, my uh, uh, soul and my body is very rhythmical. Um, we love, we like life and we like to move and we like to dance and we have this uh, uh, kind of expressions of everything which is in our bodies. When we are uh, happy, we are really happy and all each uh, um, cell of our body is vibrating. Uh, when we are sad, we are really sad and each cell of our body is, is crying. So I think that these boundaries are really, really large, and th that's how I'm working. So let's say that this is part of my personality to be very expressive and to be very energetic. So rhythm is part uh, also of this incredible uh, rhythm ryth rhythms we can find in, in, in traditional music on the Balkans, which is expression of our way of living and of our, our, our energy we have. Uh, and of course, communication is something which I care of communication with the audience uh, and communication with the musicians because we are I'm writing what we call instrumental music acoustic music I'm not writing music uh, using technology uh, not yet uh, I'm working with the, with the real uh, living musicians on the stage mm -hmm. and this this is very important for me that I communicate communicate well with them my ideas and then uh, they are communicating my ideas to the audience 
And you're able to create such an imaginative atmosphere um, with the fusion of these driving rhythms and folk inflections, which is awesome. What do you think is one of your works that you feel best represents your musical style? So if the listeners were only to hear one piece of yours, what would you recommend? This is very, very difficult uh, to say uh, because there is no one style mm. that I can say I, I, I write. I'm interested in many, many different things. But this opera Svalba is representative of my, one kind of my research, which is related to folk, uh, to vocal music, which is related somehow to my background. So this opera Svalba, then uh, I can say my um, the, the rhythm and energy we can find in my piece for uh, six instruments, Chacona, uh, or uh, there is 15 instruments um, music um, piece called And I Need a Room to Receive 5,000 People with Raised Glasses, or What a Glorious Day, The Birds Are Singing Hallelujah. This is a very long title, my <laughs> longest title in life, and probably <laughs> I will never do any longer than that. But the, it, 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 these are rhythmical patterns which I like and which I uh, do myself a lot. Perfect. We talked a little bit about how you're connected to Canada. So has Canada inspired any of your works? Actually, everything I'm talking to you now, it's because uh, I felt uh, this uh, liberation from Canada. So what Canada did to me is that it uh, offered me the, the possibility to be who I am. Uh, living in Europe, I was always thinking that I should uh, compose in a certain way, which was uh, following the uh, Euro European avant-garde, which was very nice and interesting, and I was experimenting a lot. But arriving in Canada, I somehow found myself. Uh, and this uh, beautiful uh, place where I can feel free uh, not only, uh, not physically, because we are free also in other places in the world, but also uh, this um, apparently lack of tradition in Canada mm. make us feel um, comfortable. Uh, I like Europe and I go there to, to resource, but there is so many constraints still, even if it's much less than 50 years ago or 30 years ago even, uh, there is something in Canada which liberate us and which make us meeting people coming from different backgrounds who made Canada, who are part of Canada, as I feel part of Canada. I really part feel I'm Canadian and with my, my friends coming from all over the planet, uh, this, this, this mosaic culture uh, society is liberating and um, making us place where we can really uh, search who we are and how we want uh, to be uh, to express ourselves we are of course influenced by these other cultures which is richness of this specific cultural um, background and uh, more than background platform in canada there's absolutely such a liberating environment here um, while still being inspired by the diversity that we Absolutely, have absolutely. So and now we're talking about diversity and I said, yes, this is uh, amazing that we already have good, you know, there is, of course, a lot of things to do. But from the beginning, I felt as in home. Um, everywhere I traveled in Canada and I was so lucky that go almost 
you know, everywhere, from east to west, from north to south, I really uh, like covered um, Canada and uh, this sensation of um, welcoming uh, is, is, is really amazing. So the contemporary music scene in Canada and worldwide is very different from, say, decades ago, even from a few years ago. What do you see as the future of composition in Canada, and how do you think it will evolve? Composition will never die. I mean, music will never die, but it will transform, and, and that's what, what is happening now. I cannot predict what will happen, but what I know is that it's extremely important that the music uh, is as any other art and as any other creation um, relevant to our era. Uh, so using things which we know of today to compose in literal manner or as an inspiration is very important. What it means, technology which is around us uh, and and terminology which is around us and thematics which are around around us. So uh, even if I'm composing a piece for solo flute, I cannot ignore the climate changing. I, I cannot uh, ignore what's happening in the world, uh, conflicts and some other things. So being relevant, that means having energy which is happening in the world and putting it into our compositions. So, um, Compositions will, composers will continue to compose. Uh, and I just hope that we will have enough platform to reach audience. Because what we have to say, it's much more relevant to young people and to people than from, uh, composers from the past. From composers from the past were relevant to their, uh, to their, uh, uh, uh periods and this is amazing that we are still playing them this is amazing and we have to continue to play them you know it's like going to a museum you will see uh, you know baroque paintings or, or romantic painters but then you will go and just you will see installations of new uh, new generation of of uh, sculptures and painters so this is important to be to 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 have all of this together to think to see how people of some other time thought and to see what we are thinking today, where we are today. Mm, so going with the flow of where society is going. Exactly, and open the, the society uh, more and more to, the, to, the, to, the compo to see what the composers and the artists of today has, mm -hmm. has to say. I have this uh, in my, at my university chair, uh, research chair of uh, opera creation, and we're doing operas with augmented reality and um, and uh, virtual reality uh, in order to democratize opera, to reach people uh, where they can see only with their phones or with their tablets very far away uh, our, our uh, operas. Uh, so uh, in their home, if they cannot move, sometimes there people who are sick or some people are just very far away, they cannot come to opera houses, but they can watching their homes with their tablets. They don't need any, any headsets or any other complicated um, 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 technology to watch it. So this is uh, one of, of my goals, it's to reach people and just to communicate what we have to uh, in common. And there is much more we have in common 
than than uh, audience today from from people from the past. Very true. As a final message, is there anything you would like to share with young Canadians? Young Canadians uh, should develop uh, in uh, uh, in the way they know they are they can contribute the best to the society. When we are listening to ourselves, what what are our strengths? Uh, more in technology, or more in art, or more in this or that. When we are, when it's clear for us what we want to do, then we can, first of all, be happier because we will work what we like to work, and we, because we are spending many many hours uh, working in our lives. So if we are we are working what we what we like to do, as Confucius said, uh, if you if you like what you are doing, you will not work during your life. You, you will never work. So in that sense, um, it's better for for us, huh? but it's better for the society because our contribution uh, to the society will be much, much better. We are part of the society and if the society is healthier, we will be happier. Beautiful. What a lovely way to end off. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview. Looking forward to sharing your music with the world. <laughs> Thank you, Brianna. Thank you.